Welcome to the Walking Dead cast, another podcast in the family of the Nerdables podcasts. All right, nerds. What a nerd. Nerds. Nerds. Nerds! I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? We interrupt this program for an important message from Nerdables. Rick Grimes curl or something curl time to listen to that walking dead cast see there you go so uh <laughs> this week was called the well second you episode. take from the well you replenish the well uh, according to who oh well, we, well we'll get into that oh uh, okay uh, yeah you know this week Ethan Mikey and I are going to discuss episode two or episode two of Season 7. This week, Mikey, Ethan, and I are going to discuss episode 2 of season 7, The Well. Yes. Once again, we'd like to remind everybody there are spoilers, even though I don't think much happened in this episode to spoil, but... Uh-huh, it yes. had a tiger. Spoiler alert? I already said it. Um, we didn't give t- people time to shut it off. I find it very weird that your, your peck is just... It just keeps Bouncing. vibrating. And bi- <laughs> I have the electric <laughs> the electric shock. That's not my peck, by the way. That's my shock. Well, I don't know. All I see is from the from your okay. chest on your shirt. Anatomy like, lesson. All I see is like peck is not on your arm. <laughs> it's, hey. it's not hey. located on your shoulder. I thought it was your knee. So um, this episode, if last week was going through the seven hell seven layers of hell, this episode was. The equivalent of a fuzzy, a fuzzy bunny. The fuzzy bunny. The fuzzy <laughs> Seven layers of heaven? Too much wine while we were <laughs> carving pumpkins. <laughs> um, well, this week was definitely a fuzzy, bu- a f- a fuzzy bumpkin. <laughs> a fuzzy bunny. Fuck me. That's gross. A fuzzy bumpkin? <laughs> <laughs> I think we just need to start over. No, I like that. Fuzzy Blumpkin. <laughs> So, Ethan, tell us about the well. Well, it has water in it. Uh, As it pertains to this episode. Well, uh, this episode takes uh, our our journey to the other half of our group, which is Morgan and Carol, mm-hmm. who, at the end of last season, were picked up by members of the kingdom so we get a good uh, glimpse into what the kingdom is this uh in this world of the walking dead does uh, this version of the kingdom pretty much match up to what the kingdom is in the comic book yeah i know they did a really good job in uh replicating it it looks pretty pretty much the same how about king ezekiel yeah i liked him i liked him you know, did this is for both of you guys did uh the, the CGI... Well, it wasn't really a CGI it tiger. Like CGI. It, it, it just looked, looked like it was... Like, real. But it kind of... Really? It almost looked like it was... Plated over. Yeah. Oh, they shot those scenes with the tiger first. Yeah. Then, yeah. Like, the t- tiger's in a room or something, and then they, they green-screened it, basically, right. and put yeah. him into the scene. I could see that. Um, but also, I could see the... You know, them having a, a trained tiger 
basically. But I do see that the tiger is a lot larger than what a normally a tiger would be, so I think they've definitely... Well, the tiger's about as large as it is in the in book. The, yeah. In the preview, it seemed bigger mm-hmm. than what it did in the actual episode. Yeah. So it looked... Like, I feel like they kind of did an angle. They did, like, a Game of Thrones thing with the ghost and, you know, like, the dire wolves. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're just wolves, but they just made them larger for the TV show, you know? Yeah, they just, like, yeah. took it into After Effects, basically, and just enlarged it. Yeah. Um, so that's how I feel like the tiger was. It, it was I was wondering how they were going to do the tiger. I mean, it, it wasn't something that was going to be difficult. I knew... Without uh, looking at make it look stupid. Or, yeah. you know. It looked fun, I mean, for how much it was in. Let's see, and that was the I other see. thing, was they did a good job of using it when they needed to. And just as like, okay, at, for the introduction, it was perfect because that's the introduction of Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Then one other time to kind of remind you. And then at the very end. Yeah. And then, but they used Ezekiel, Ezekiel throughout the episode, which was mm-hmm. really cool the way they did it. No, it definitely, give, it, this is like what I was telling you guys. It, it's an episode that they're using to give you an introduction to a character. So, I mean, granted, it's not centered around this character but it is centered about you know like i don't know if that makes sense mm-hmm. but you know it's it's not mainly about the character but it's a lot to do with the new character so you understand who he is how he is and things how like he that. interacts with everybody they're giving you a lot yeah. right up front right so you don't drag that out through the, mm-hmm. rest of the whole first half season yeah so what happened in this episode uh <sighs> stuff things uh no, I mean, it, like I said, it's an, it's a character introduction. Nothing really major happened to this, other than the fact of, you know, Carol still trying to go on her own, as mm-hmm. she was at the end of last season. Morgan took on a Padawan. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so, Morgan seems to have a larger role uh, in in the community with the kingdom, rather than he did in Alexandria. Mm-hmm. So I kind of see it, Morgan being... Um, similar to like what Michonne was in the comic book. Michonne had a big part with the kingdom, but that was mainly because of a relationship she had with Ezekiel. Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, um, that's why she broke off from the Alexandria group and went to the kingdom is because, you know, her relationship with Ezekiel. But I think that's what they're kind of playing with Morgan now is that... I think Carol will take that, not necessarily the love interest... You know, but the the affection part of mm-hmm. Michonne with Ezekiel maybe, but also see I mean like they it, could split that with between the between Ezekiel or excuse me between Morgan and and Carol because both of those characters are gone at this point in the book yeah so this is a good way especially mm-hmm. the dynamic that they set up with the, with these two characters within the show mm-hmm. this is a good place for them to be and you could even leave them there at some point for good. Yeah, and just you know, whenever you write write the kingdom off of the show, you could write them off of it at mm-hmm. that point, and yeah. they could be living there, and then that gives you something later on, right. two seasons down when you're ahead of the book or wherever you are with the book, to bring them back for something. Right. Um, we got a taste of uh, the kingdom's relationship with the with the uh, saviors. Mm-hmm. Um. What did you think of the the um, the the pig bait? It's just a slight way of getting back at 
Yeah. The saviors. Yeah, because I, I mean, well, I didn't realize what the hell they were doing until they gave the pigs to the saviors. So. Yeah. Well, I knew that. I mean, when they when when he said we're fattening you know, to fatten them up, mm. I was like, on rot. You know, I was like, okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, pigs eat you know crap anyways. Yeah. So I thought, okay, that's not too far off. But then when the when the truck turned right, when they turned left, mm-hmm. I was like. It's for the saviors, mm-hmm. and which, which makes sense that okay, you know, they may not even know. They may think that it could, and who knows? It may cause the the saviors to get sick. Well, um, I think they're just assuming that that's. I think that's so. Well, I mean, little bit and it is a little bit of a way to just to get back. You know? Yeah. Well, even if they don't get sick, it's it's just like them kind of like sticking it to them. You know, right? Like, Haha, they're eating. It's, yeah. You know, pigs full of, you know, walker guts. So. Yeah. But, you know, a little a spoiler into the comic series is, you know, uh, during All Out War, Negan uses um, the idea of rubbing all the weapons and, like, any ammo or anything on walkers and their walker guts so that when somebody gets shot, if it doesn't kill them, the, the infection will, essentially. Ah. So, like, you know, even if he shoots someone in the leg... You know, since that bullet had walker guts on it, it gets the infection inside their body. Right. And he rubs, like, Lucille all over walkers and, like, as he's hitting people in the face. And I think, um, uh, what's it called? Like, the Dwight was, you know, Dwight is working as, like, a... Dude, some people haven't gotten that far. Do they not realize that, well, I'm assuming that they all know that it's already in them. Yeah, right. Except for, is it just Rick's group that realized, hey, we all are infected with it regardless, so... Well, see, I think Rick's group is the only one that knows that because of the CDC. Because oh, yeah. the CDC told them that at the very, you know, in the first season. Well, no, I think everybody kind of knows that because, you know, once you die, you turn. And so... Right, but you still, a lot of people see you get bitten by a walker... And then no, you, because, uh, you get even, sick and then you turn. Even like when the governor was trying to run the tests, the old man that he was testing on just died of natural causes. And they knew he was going to come back. Right. So Well, but I'm sure there's groups that know or they have something like what the governor was. Because the governor was trying to see how long and... Because you remember well, he had what, that one dude. Yeah. He was trying to figure out if there's a way to that they can still comprehend what right. you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he was doing scientific yeah, research on them. But I don't think Negan's group necessarily knows that it's possible. Know. I mean, you never know. And besides, and here's the thing though. The way they've set it up with this world is a little bit different than the comic book, which is also a little bit different than what is in uh Fear of the Walking Dead. Because you can get bit, right? And you the in the bite isn't necessarily what gives you the infection. It's the severity of the bite. Like, if you were bit on the arm, the way it is, you know, it seems like if you were just barely bit, like, yeah. you know, barely broke skin or something, it shouldn't, you shouldn't get fevers and everything from it because... No, because, uh, you know, like, um, what's her face? The Deanna got bit... Andrew's like sister. barely no the one that well, Andrea's oh, sister yeah, got yeah, bit no, yeah. she got bit no, bad yeah. they, they ripped out her jugular no like Deanna in, in season 5 or like towards the end of season 5 when she dies off gets this small little bite on her lower back or something like that and so 
It's a small bite. It wasn't like but the infection or... took longer to go through her system. Right, it still happened. So it's not a matter of like uh, if they get bit or they barely get scratched. You know, no. But then doesn't it seem like it, it contradicts itself with the infection already being in you? Yeah, but I mean, I think it. I mean, I get that's a way to say okay, no matter how you die, mm-hmm. you're going to turn into a walker. Well, I think it's a matter of you know how severe like, blood loss you have, or, you know, how big the cut is, or, you know, scratch, or whatever. Probably just, like, a basic human bite. Yeah, you're, you're gonna, is, well, you're gonna die way, from in, the blood in loss. A way, in a way, it'd be kind of like, it's kind of like AIDS. If you, well, I mean, if you... you get AIDS, you get AIDS. And yeah, well, that's what this is kind of being. Like, if you get scratched by somebody with AIDS, you're not gonna get AIDS. Not, if you get bit where there's a fluid exchange... Yeah then you're going to contract HIV. Right. With this, if you get scratched by a zombie, you're not going to, or a walker, you're not going to turn into a walker. If you get bit where there's a trans, transmission of fluids... Well, it depends, because they, even in the beginning of the series, they talked about, you know, like, oh, you have any scratches on you? What are these, you know, like, it's still... Because they didn't know at that point. Yeah. But we have seen somebody like Rick... <clears throat> Where they're underneath a zombie or a walker, and they kind of you know you see the blood get in their face and kind of in their mouth and stuff, and they haven't turned. Yeah, it's not go eat her. Well, that's the go thing is uh, they're not dying from it. It's not it's not a matter of the infection, you know, infecting you. For, there's no through, consistency. Yeah, yeah. They're, right. That it has is, to be something severe to the point where you would die, and that's what turns you. Besides, if Rick accidentally got blood in his mouth because of the way the scene was shot, you know, they're not going to kill him off. Well, yeah. Oh, wow, we got to reshoot that whole thing. God, give <laughs> me another walker. Please shut your mouth. Yeah. Turn your head a little bit. Because, you know, theoretically, I mean, if, if he was underneath the, a walker and he ripped him open like that and got blood in his face, if it got into his eyes or something, he's going to have the infection in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I theoretically, yeah. Yeah, so there. <laughs> I guess there. I mean, since it is a TV show, you have to suspend relief or belief a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so back to the episode, the well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we 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 start out the show with uh, with Carol in a wheelchair waking, or she wakes up, she's in a wheelchair, and Morgan takes her to. King so it shows Ezekiel. like it shows like it's the. Journey to the kingdom. Like yeah, they're they're carrying her on like a wheelbarrow or something like that, or a trailer oh, attached yeah, to horse. They get attacked, and she tries to take that opportunity to run away. But I guess like they find her, and she's like, "Oh crap!" It was kind of interesting that they they chose they chose, especially with Carol, who is in this delirium state, that when she sees a walker, she starts to see them as the way they were before they were a walker. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of interesting I, for her. I like that. I did too. It was like, she's just re-seeing the humanity. And mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's the one that's been struggling with that. Yeah. That's why, as a matter of fact, that's why she was leaving the group at the end of last season. Right. Well, she just didn't want to kill anybody anymore. That's, it's just taking a toll on, a toll on her. And it's strange how her and Morgan are kind of switching now? I mean, she's, well, yeah. she's still trying to deny all that crap. Like Right. She's still trying to be a hard ass. Well, she's but she doesn't. She wants to be a hard ass. She wants to be prepared when she's out yeah. there, but she doesn't want to be like the saviors. Remember the ones that the girls that were counting and they knew yeah. how many, and it was becoming easy for them. And to her, it it was becoming very easy to kill somebody that wasn't a walker. 
And that's, you know, she wanted to leave, get away from the group, because she didn't want to be well, that, was her, that person. That was her whole argument with Morgan, was that how easy it was to kill. And um, I think after that episode where she talks to that woman that's from the Saviors, she realizes that she's turning into that, and so that's why she didn't want to do that anymore. So what else happened in this, after we meet King Ezekiel? Uh, well, Carol uses tries to use her same tactic that she used at Alexandria. Play dumb. Play good, Carol. Yeah, pretty much play dumb. And Ezekiel calls her out on her bullshit because he confides it confides in her now that he is a bullshitter. I was wondering how they were going to tell that story, mm-hmm. uh, and who was going to be the one that he told it to. Mm-hmm. I didn't. The way Morgan kind of fell into line with the rest of the kingdom, you know, in his court. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew it wasn't going to be him. I didn't think they were going to wait long enough to do it with Rick or Michonne. Well, you don't want to shatter somebody who's like, oh, this, yes. is, this is great. you got to shatter, you just have to tell someone who already is skeptical of it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the way, they, the way they did Carol was really good. I mean, it was a really, mm-hmm. even though this episode didn't have a lot of walking dead action mm-hmm. it did have a lot of substance yeah yeah it wasn't a filler episode no it was it was a, definitely it's an episode definitely, to move the story along and it's definitely like like i would call it as just a character introduction episode so but there there was a lot i mean there's probably more dialogue in this than mm-hmm. there was in the first episode well i take that back because negan they allow to yeah to to really yeah to, you know, he, stretch it out yeah which is fine I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan does, does a great job of that because even if he's not saying something his facial expressions things like that give you a sense of his character well there's a moment in the first episode with him and Rick and they're both just kind of sitting there looking at each other for a minute and, in the motorhome yeah in the motorhome and it's like you, you know okay come on give it to me and as the audience, you're anticipating, you're waiting for it. Come on, let it happen. happen. Come on, come on. Mm-hmm. But it's filled enough where you're not going, oh, Jesus Christ, come on, give me the scene. Mm-hmm. You're, you're invested in what's going they're on. Saying, they're saying things without saying it. And yeah. It, and, you know, it's shot in a way that you get that as a... Well, I had an acting so. coach who once told me that that... There's a lot more going on in between. It's like it's called playing the white mm-hmm. in between the the dialogue in between the lines. Yeah, there's a lot more going on there than just blank space. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like going from panel to panel in a comic book. Exactly, right? a lot of things happen between two panels, from the right panel to the left panel. You're like, all right, I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah I mean, there could be blanks. two words on the entire page, yeah. but every, there could be so much going on in those panels. Just like animation. Yeah. Yep. Two points. Yeah. <laughs> it the computer program fills it all in. Yeah. They know where to go. But yeah, there was a lot. I mean, there was some of that in this episode too. Yeah, and I think and a lot of it also like culminated with Carol finding, um, you know, I guess an acceptance of Ezekiel. But I did love Carol with the sneaky Carol going around. You know, like they share her wheeling off out of screen, and all of a sudden you see the hand come back and grab the knife because you know she's going to do it, and you're yeah, waiting yeah. for her the whole time. And I love the fact that they they didn't just have her kind of look back and just grab it; Man. that she completely went off screen, and you, then you see the hand come back, and then you see the hand come back for the chocolate. At the, I was like, that was yeah. perfect, especially I, because she says the line like, "Put put some chocolate in front of me, and I'll eat it." And yeah, 
or something like that. Yeah. Because so. it almost makes me wonder if Ezekiel set that up. If he, because he, he was watching her the whole time. It's mm-hmm. possible. And possibly leaving her little bits, you know. Mm-hmm. Because the Making way he comes it seem up. easy for her, yeah. basically. So that he can catch her yeah. before she leaves. Um, we also got, when we, when we caught up to uh, the saviors coming in and uh, the kingdom making their delivery, we get a little bit of the tension in how mm. the kingdom's ready to change the, uh, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, I can I can see that I can see that Morgan probably more so than Carol is going to say enough's enough, and then goes to Rick, and says I've got your army, mm-hmm. and then that's when the two that's when they'll get together. It doesn't even seem like uh, the kingdom has really an army. That's the problem. Is you know they they're using spears. Well, they have, but see, in the guns. book, they don't really have any guns at all. Right in the book, they're out of ammo. Right, that's what it is. They they don't have any what they don't even have any ammo. They don't have any guns, so they're just using spears and arrows. Well, no, they have the guns. It's just they don't have ammo, so right. they can't use them. Uh, and that that falls into the factor of Eugene making the bullets exactly. for all that war. Which I can the, see, I can see that's going to happen too. Yeah. That's going to how these two are going to. To be able, because Rick's Rick's team pretty much, and I can see after the next visit from Negan, they're going to lose all their weapons, hmm. and then the kingdom has the weapons. Rick has the the know how, and the gun and the ammo. You put both of those together, you have an army to go against well, Negan. If he's in Negan's camp for however long, he can canvas and case it. Yeah, and then well, I mean, that, that information out. that could be you know that's where Daryl factor in. with Daryl, yeah, mm-hmm. especially because the scene that they're showing from next week is going to focus a lot with Daryl in the see. I think I think compound. that I think that what we saw with Carl in the book mm-hmm. in Negan's compound, a lot of that's going to be done with Daryl. I don't know because I don't think Carl in the comic book wasn't really held as a prisoner. He was right. more held as, you know, like a guest of Negan. But I can see them doing that with Daryl, to give Daryl something. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're sticking to a lot of the stuff that happened in the comic books, but they're able now, because they have these characters that they didn't have in the comic book, with Daryl and Carol mm-hmm. and, and Morgan, that you can give some of that to them. Yeah. So now that you already have Daryl in, you know, in, the, in the compound... It gives him something more to do if you go along the lines of what Negan saw in Carl. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I mean, you could still have the whole thing where, where Negan looks at his eye and all that stuff, but Daryl is already more like Negan anyways. You know, he res- he already respects Daryl because of what he did. He thinks Carl is cool because, you know, he, he's kind of a badass. But I, I could see... I could see that Daryl kind of makes almost like a changeover to mm-hmm. be on Negan's side, and Carl comes. They they bring Carl in to well, do. I really think like a secret agent, sort of. Yeah, well, he well he kind of goes over to that side, yeah. but Carl ends up the way he does in the comic book, in Negan's compound, and Negan or uh, excuse me, Daryl, uh, Daryl uh, and Carl escape together. I think. Daryl is going to play an influence on Dwight. 
and that's what's going to cause the change because the comic book is going to have Dwight the one really that you know has has had enough with Negan mm-hmm. to the point where he wants to leave and I think it's going to especially because Dwight is going to have a big major role with Daryl in the next episode I think it's going to be a lot of them building trust with one another to kind of you know, forward that story. Sure, but well, because we also when we saw Daryl didn't do anything to to Dwight. Matter of fact, he helped him. He saved him and his girlfriend from the zombie from the walkers. He was protecting them, and he was helping. I mean, he was helping them. They turned on him. Mm-hmm. So, in a sense, Dwight owes Daryl. Yeah. So that could, you know, the, if there's any honor within Dwight at all. Yeah, if he has it. Right. And I could see that it, that it could be done through his girlfriend now slash Negan's harem wife. Well, that's what I'm thinking is that he, Dwight gets to the point where he wants to leave and he wants to take his girlfriend or his wife or whoever, to, and he wants to leave. And essentially, that's where Daryl's going to play that factor. Sure. So... Okay, so we, we but we could see a lot. You could see tension with the saviors in the kingdom. Right. So you know that it, the kingdom's not far off from wanting to change the status quo. Well, also the other thing that we haven't factored in is Hilltop. Yes. You know, especially I think you know after what happens with you know in the last episode, um, Maggie being sent basically to Hilltop. It's gonna forward a lot of her we need to go kill them we need to go attack mm-hmm. them like she was saying in that previous episode so she's gonna start influencing having a major role well we'll see a, a we'll see a three-eyed thing. monster before long mm-hmm. you'll see hilltop you'll see kingdom and rick's group all but together. also the the actor who plays gregory was brought in as a series regular now so he's gonna have to have a major role too so oh no they gave him a fake head i forgot yeah yeah so it, it's it's interesting to see what he's going to do this season. So, yeah, I think a lot of people that was are the forgetting one. Remember they had the Johnny Depp head yeah, and yeah, everything? Yeah. And, they, mm. and the Nick Terra head. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's uh, another thing that people are forgetting is that Hilltop is also in this um, in this swarm of, you know, Negan's providers. Mm-hmm. So. And Hilltop and the Kingdom don't know each other, about each other? I don't think so. I think so. they know of each other, but they don't know... I didn't think like, they knew of each other until Rick introduced them. I thought that was the introduction. No, because I think they know that it exists, but I don't think they've, like, made contact with them, essentially. You know, like, they know they're out there because right. they know of all the communities that are out there, but maybe they don't know... So do you do you are. think that splitting the group up, because we're, essentially we're going to have the group split up four different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have Rick and Alexandria. You're going to have Morgan and Carol with Kingdom. Maggie and whoever else possibly. I would say Maggie and um, Rosita. I thought Sasha was going with her because they were taking Glenn's. Well, they they were all taking Glenn's body, but I think that I think that Sasha will come back to Alexandria. She's fill, she's fulfilling the Andrea, Andrea role. Mm-hmm. But Rosita's already dead. No, she's not dead. No, she's not dead. But I think she might stay in Hilltop with Maggie for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then you know, so you'll have the, the, those three groups, and then Daryl, 
stuck with the saviors. So it's going to be that this is remember how we were talking how we didn't know how they were going to extend the season until to get out yeah. uh, to all out war and save that for next season. Yeah. This is how you do it. You break up the group yeah. and then you can tell smaller stories and how they get together. Essentially, each community, yeah. yeah, each community has like a, a through line, basically. Yeah, the because there's story. only what four episodes before the mid-season break. Oh, this is episode two. No, you got six more. Six. There's eight. There's eight, and then there's eight. Yeah. yeah. Usually. Okay. About With the Fear of the Walking Dead, they were doing like six episodes. So seven. we're talking what the second week of December. Yeah. yeah. Because then it goes into all Christmas programming and bullshit. And then we'll be back in February, end of February, beginning of March. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'd say beginning of February, second. Yeah, they did it around uh, They did it around Valentine's, Valentine's Day last year. As a matter of fact, I think it was on our, it was, it was on my anniversary last yeah. year. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I liked this episode. I, yeah. I, I really did, you know. So after we, after the, we, we see the saviors and, and one of the knights of the or the court, you know, members of the mm-hmm. court, Richard, gets into a fight with one of the saviors. Um, well, also them them basically threatening him, saying, "Well, it's got to be bigger next time, or you know, he's not going to be around much longer." So yeah, it makes it seem like they're saying, you know, this has happened too many times, and you know, if your offerings aren't larger, we're going to kill him. Yeah. And he kind of knows that at this point, so it's it's a matter of, you know, that factoring in. I think maybe that could be why uh, Ezekiel is, you know, channeling more of his attention on Morgan. Did you take... th- think it was too easy for Morgan to pull out his uh, firearm? Because, I mean, he yeah, he, no. he pulled it out, he's, he's holding it up. No, but you can see his change. Yeah, he didn't... He didn't he he's ready, to, but he's ready to kill if he needs to. Mm. Well, I guess against at least with the same. But then he even he pulls it out and then immediately just turns it around and starts looking at it like he's not ready to do it. And he even mentions to Ezekiel, he's like, "Were you expecting me to kill him because I killed one before?" Right. You know, like he he's still kind of on the fence of his stance on you know kill or not kill. He was surrounded by guns too. So, yeah. I mean, you're sort of gonna. That. His staff isn't going to save him <laughs> from all those guns. He's, he's going to use the staff to like block all the bullets. Right. Um, Start spinning it. Because <laughs> all Neo on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we get back and that's when we get into the whole thing with Ezekiel and Carol. And, uh, well, yeah, then Ezekiel basically confides in Carol and, and drops his accent and basically says, hey... You know, I'm, I'm. I don't know how this happened. You know, I'm. I. I have a tiger. I had a tiger. People thought people that was make cool. stories up. Yeah, people thought that was cool, so they needed a leader, and I just said, "All right, I'll lead them." And uh, I think the episode ends off basically. Carol gets a house. Basically, yeah, it's like right off right the outside, tra- like yeah. right outside the tra- the kingdom. You could leave. Which I thought was odd. Like if she wanted to do her own deal, she would have just gone. Mm-hmm. Well, that's but the, that was the whole thing of, of Ezekiel saying, "You can go without going." I got an oh, idea. Yeah, you can yeah, go yeah. without okay. going. So you're not a part of the kingdom, but, but you're, you're still here. here. Yeah. You're still under my protection, even though you're not within my my fences. Yeah. Right. 
So I think that he's using that to kind of build a trust with her. Sure. And so I'm, I'm, I could see that moving forward that Carol eventually makes her way back into the kingdom. She becomes his queen. <laughs> right. Queen Carol. <laughs> or would she go by Carolyn or something at that point? She's dressed up like Queen or Red Sonia then. Queen Sonia. What did you think of Ezekiel's look? Uh, I'm fine with it, yeah. It was, it's it was almost really spot on. They had his shirt, which is interesting enough. The blue with the yellow stars all over it. So, I mean, that was, uh, it was a nice little touch. So, yeah. I mean, in the comic, he's got a, a blue collared shirt with a, with a bunch it of is? yellow stars. How can you tell? It's black and white. <laughs> well, I mean, because the, the action figure that they put uh, out that's in uh, color, it's blue and yellow, so... I'm sure he's on the cover of a train. Yeah, also. Yeah. he's got to be on the cover of something. <laughs> but it's just funny. It's like, yeah. um, no, and it's funny. Like I was mentioning to you guys that the guy who does the voice for Lee in the Walking Dead video game, yes, has, has like he's a black guy that has a bunch of dreads and everything. Looks almost exactly like Ezekiel, Ezekiel. And it was funny because at one point they were even considering, well, because he's already part of the Walking Dead universe, why don't we try to get him? And this and I, I would have thought that would have been a great uh, choice too because he's a great nice actor. Nice little nod, yeah. Yeah, he's a nice actor too. But I think you know their choice with this actor too is uh, just fine. It's pretty spot on. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. So, um, I I always imagined Ezekiel being older though. That's the thing that yeah. throws me off with him. Is in the comic book he he looks like he's older. Well, it's also hard to tell. I mean, right. yeah, I mean he's got he's a, gray dreads. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but this guy great and his beard's kind of gray. Yeah, yeah, I mean he could be in his mid thirties for all we know. Ezekiel that we see in the comic book looks like he's pushing fifty, maybe like forty five, yeah. fifty. Yeah. But you know, I mean, Rick looks older in the comic book too. That's like Rick's. No, looks fairly. Yeah, he's about the same right age. Negan looks younger. In the comic book. Yeah. But yeah. that's because he doesn't have the facial hair, right? Right. No, he doesn't have the facial hair. Um, I saw a, a Negan figure with long hair. Yeah. It's after all at war. Oh, okay. See, yeah. I haven't gotten that far. Yeah. No, there's a whole other... How long does all at war last in the comic? I mean, it's only two trades, so it's six... Twelve. Twelve issues? Twelve issues, yeah. Well, how does Negan get from short hair to long hair? Because of the time jump that they have after All Out War. Ah. Yeah. After All Out War, they take like a two-year jump. It just basically jumps two years. I'm wondering, though, if it does that in, with the comic book, if that gives the show it could do that. two years to fill. Mm-hmm. Oh, just like empty. The, they can do whatever they want at that point. If they wanted to. They could tell their own stories, I guess. Yeah. 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 Or you just do the time jump. Well, they've, they've done the time jump sometimes. In the time, again. No. They do... To I mean, jump to the left. They do the... <laughs> they do the time jump, like, I think between season two and three. Like, he goes six they months. They go six months, yeah. Yeah. So. That's when uh, they skip winter. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they've done it before. I, I mean... To do it that long, I think there's just too much that would be missed. Yeah. For them to do that long, and even in the comic book, when I when I but read then you it, have to age like, Carl two years. Well, that's what happens. Is you what know, if Carl you just be- hold on to the show? You don't air any episodes until two, two years. Later. <laughs> you do like a Madman or a Breaking Bad or something. Ugh, man, so many people would be so <laughs> upset. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> 
so many people would probably be so upset. Okay, so anything else about the well? There's no well. There was no well. Well, no. Did you notice There's that a metaphorical well? Did you know? Did you see all the, uh, the metaphors and descriptions? Yeah. yeah, and they're all E K yeah. or, or, or something like that. What was the one that was when they were in the mess hall? It was Morgan and uh, mm-hmm. his Padawan in the mess hall. There was one behind Morgan that said something: "The dead, the dead are alive, and the alive, alive are dead, dead, or something." Yeah. Because I, like, I saw that one, I was like, I got most of it, but I couldn't get, there was a little part yes. of it I couldn't get because Morgan's stupid head was in the way. <laughs> Jeez. Stupid actor. Come on, so they got Overhead. movies, they got everything in the kingdom. Yeah. They got, they got a killer guitarist, they got a choir. But if they, so I, I'm kind of curious about the movies. I want to see how they're doing that. Yeah. There's probably somebody standing with a crank. Well, what's the movie this week? A zombie movie. Well... That was something they said that movie. I didn't really think... I never thought about. But they mentioned it last week during The Walking Dead. Uh, by The Talking Dead. Was that in this world, there's never been a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. So they don't know the word zombie. They've never had to deal with a you know movie where, you know... Oh, well, look, we could do... A disaster type flick. Yeah, or, or anything where the dead have come yeah. back alive. Now, in the... In Fear of the Walking Dead, they did say the word zombie, hmm. but they said it in Spanish. Because zombie, I think zombie actually is a, is a Spanish word, or it, it has a, a lineage back to Spanish. You know. oh, I have no idea. But. Because, but they said they said the Spanish version of zombie yeah. in in Fear of the Walking Dead. It was like one of the last episodes because mm-hmm. I caught. It, I was like, "Whoa, that's mm-hmm. interesting that they actually said it." Yeah. So I mean I don't know you know what, but I thought it was interesting that they said that in this world they've never experienced a zombie movie or the dead walking in any type of entertainment. Yeah, yeah, it's something you didn't think unless, you don't think about, but yeah. unless it just doesn't go through your mind when it's actually happening to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all say, oh, we're all ready for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, when it happens, hopefully you can remember some of that stuff, but. Yeah. Probably gonna be like, ah, crap! What were we supposed to do? <laughs> Where's my? I'm supposed to put it where? Where is this supposed to go? In the head? In the foot? Of course. Even, Just start chopping it. Does it go in the peck? Is that on the shoulder? Huh. Oh, oh yeah, you, you stab him in the peck right in the shoulder, you know. <laughs> so, anyways, anything else you want to add to this episode? No. Other than it's Halloween. Uh, it's Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. No, no, I think we're uh, we've covered everything. So, all right. Well, make sure you check out this week's episode of Nerdables, where we talk Halloween, and about yeah, that's about it. On it, we talk Halloween. And make sure you check out uh, this week's commentating with Chris and Sebastian. I almost forgot his name. So, oh, wait. that wouldn't be a first read. I know. <laughs> so, for Mikey and Ethan, I'm RA saying check us out on facebook.com slash nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdable Show and Instagram. We are nerdables. So, until next week, check out our pumpkins on Instagram. Check out our pumpkins on Instagram. <laughs> Way too much wine. <laughs> <laughs>